I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Grat, where he's going to share with us how to help the world's poor and actually see results. Hey Grat. Hey Debbie, thanks so much for having me again. Thank you so much for being here. So a lot of my listeners and I, of course, and you as well, we're all travelers and we often see a lot of the beauty of the country, but we're often shielded from reality. How can we make an impact as an individual? That is a good question. And it's not, an, there's no uh, easy answer to it. The, the truth is that if you want to help people and you want to do it well, uh, it's going to take a little bit of research and some time and frankly, like some commitment. One of the things that I've done is I've, I've put together a platform where people can help people in the easiest way possible, I think, where, where you just show up to this website, you go through a list of people who need help and you send money to them. And then we have people on the ground who are working with these individuals and these aid workers are able to facilitate that money in a responsible way that truly helps the people at, at the receiving end of that money. Since you started Donor C from your experience in Malawi, would you suggest for others to also work with organizations like the one that you did with as well? Yeah, I would say get plugged in. If, if you're spending your first year abroad and you want to you want to help in some tangible way, I would say get plugged in with an existing organization. Because the truth is when you go abroad, there are a lot of different cultural cultures and cultural customs and language idiosyncrasies that you have to get used to. And so if you just go to this brand new country and you try to start helping people out of the blue, you're not going to be very effective. You're just not going to know how to relate to the people in the right way. You're not going to know what's helpful and what's actually harmful. And so um, getting plugged into an organization that's been on the ground for several years, that's, that's crucial to uh, making a lasting impact. When you finally are ready to do that, how do you know that an organization is actually helping the right way? That is not an easy thing to answer. I would say if you have people that you know who know more about this, I would say talk to them. Talk to as many people as you can who are experienced in this and, and, and get as much information that way. There's a handful of books uh, I, I would recommend. There's a book called When Helping Hurts. That would probably be, if you read When Helping Hurts, Hurts, you'll have a really good uh, overview of, of some of the things to look out for. I'd also point people to, to my blog, grecklier.com, and I write a lot about these types of things. And so you, you can kind of get a sense from, from learning these different things. But um, at the end of the day, whenever you go overseas, uh, a couple things. One, it's going to be imper it's going to be imperfect, right? The people that you're working with are still humans; they're still flawed, and they're going to do things that are not. Not everyone is a saint, unfortunately, and so you're going to have to work through some of that. And the other thing is, you you just kind of have to take risks and get yourself out there and, and you're going to fall on your face and you're going to get hurt. And that's just how it goes. And ultimately, you'll be stronger for it and you'll be thankful that you did it. You had made such an incredible impact already and your company is not even old. It's it's fairly new and you've helped so many people. Why is Donor C so different from other charitable organizations? I think there's a number of ways that we're different. And I was thinking, I think about this question a lot, like what is it that, um, what's like the underlying factor that makes donors see different? I think it comes down to being a first principles thinker. There are people who think at, at different levels. There are people who think on a very surface level, right? You know what I'm talking about there? Like there are people who, who basically, they talk at, 
as it, there's like a, a a thick layer of things that are going on underneath uh, the conversation, but they're they're just having this like top of the skimming the water type of conversation that's that's not very deep or or anything like that. And so there are people who try and help and, and start charities that way. They say things like, "Well, we're gonna." Um, help education, or we're, we're going to build schools, and and that's a good thing to do. But there's there's underlying issues there that are are really important that need to be addressed whenever it comes to poverty. And and so I think one of the things that Donorcy does a good job of is it thinks of these first principles, like these things that are super deep down. What are the issues that need resolution? And if we're going to solve those, how can we solve them in ways that are effective? And uh, some of that first principle thinking, I, I think, is what makes us unique. And the thing that really makes you different for Migrat is that after we give our money to your organization, we can see the results right away. When when someone gives, let's say you give $10 or $100 to a, a person who's in need, um, you give it through the app or through the website. A few days later, maybe a week later, you'll get a video of how that money was used to help the person that you sent it to. So if there's a girl who is uh, struggling with her finances and she's trying to raise three kids, what you can do is you can go into the site, you can donate $200 to her so she can get a sewing machine, and then you can watch her use that sewing machine to start a business where she's making school uniforms for kids and selling those to other families and providing an income for her, her own three kids. And it's a really cool it's a really cool thing for people to be a part of. And I love the fact that it also gives people a way to feed themselves and not just you giving them money and all of a sudden that's it. That's exactly right. Yeah. What we try and avoid is if you give if you give money to someone and or you give you help them out in some way, but a month later they're in the exact same situation. You didn't really help them. You just skipped a stone. Uh, you just kind of uh, pushed their problem back a month. And so w- what we try and do is we provide solutions that are more permanent and sustainable than you know some of these surface level solutions. So yeah, just handing out money to people who are end up using it in the next month and then be in the same position. That's generally not that helpful, and it, it can sometimes create some unhealthy dependencies. We definitely don't want that type of dependency and then see that person on your organization month after month after month and it's the same issue. You've recently made a change on Donor Seed to do a maximum of $450 on future projects. What made you decide to do this change? That's a good question. We've been um, looking at the data for a really long time. Well, I, it feels like a long time. We've been we've been launched for about a year and a half. Like you said, we're kind of new. Um, and as we looked at the data, we were realizing that there are some things that we're really good at and some things that we're not so good at. So, for example, we had um, when we started DonorSea, we, we had a bunch of projects that were like providing clean water for people. So providing a, a well for a village of 2,000 people, it costs $10,000. And that's a huge, you know, that's providing clean water to a village. That does so many different things. It literally saves lives. And it's a really good thing. Um, and, and I applaud the organizations who do that. But there are organizations who, frankly, do that better than us. They they provide wells for people and they're able to go around the world uh, providing clean water for people. And that's their focus and that's what they're good at. There's also organizations that, you know, they, they're really focused on building sustainable education for people. And so they go around they doing, doing that. And so when we're looking at what are the types of things that we're the best at, there's lots of organizations who are really good at various different things. What is it that we're best at? What, what are the things that we can provide? What's, this, what's the, the value that we can provide to our donors and to 
the people around the world that no one else is doing. And when we looked at that, it's really the thing that we, we do better than everyone else is are these small, personal, high impact projects. So less than 450 bucks, um, actually helping a person in a serious situation and small amounts where you'll get visual feedback on how that money was spent. I mean, that's really what we do better than anyone else. And so the, the decision to limit projects to being $450 or less was entirely based around focusing on the thing that we can do better than anyone else so that we are not wasting our time doing things that we're not as good at. What a great idea, Grant. And what about any projects that stands out for you right now that you really need help in? Well, the nice thing about our donors and our projects is, and, and you know, the size of our projects is they get funded very quickly. So you know, um, a lot of times it's, it's not uncommon for a project to only be up for a few hours or a few days before it gets funded. But I'll, I'll mention, how about this? I'll mention some of our, our partners who are on the ground who are doing amazing work. So one of the people that I love to highlight, her name is Amy Hathaway. And when you go to Donor C, a lot of times you'll see her project. She, she posts pictures. She, she's in Tanzania and she works with um, a ministry there called Forever Angels. And what they do is... They there are these babies who are their their mother dies in childbirth or they get abandoned or something to that effect to they don't have food and so what she does is she, she rescues these babies and they're usually like on the brink of starvation it's very sad you can see their their ribs and um, it's just a very sad situation and and what she does is she posts these projects on donor C saying hey this is a baby who could use some help and we'd like to provide some formula milk so that the baby can be restored back to health so that's that's really cool and what and what that does is you get this first picture of this baby who's like on the brink of starvation, so sad. And then you're a part of changing the life of that baby. So six months later, you see the, the kid and, and the kid is uh, full bodied and almost like, you know, plumpy and looks just like looks so healthy. And the skin is glowing. And you're like, I can't believe it was like it was 200 bucks that provided six months worth of food so that this baby could be this like really amazing looking kid. Like that's so wonderful. And so uh, and then on top of that, we talked about sustainable solutions. Uh, Amy doesn't just stop with saving the kid's life. Then Amy wants to provide a way for that kid to grow up and have a chance at a, a future, which a lot a lot of these kids don't have. And so Amy, what, what Amy does is she finds a caretaker for the kid, usually an aunt, someone else who's like part of the, the community or the village or the family. And she sets the aunt, she, she posts a project on Donorcy trying to set the aunt up with a business of some kind. Maybe it's a sewing machine business like we mentioned, or maybe it's selling um, agricultural goods or livestock or things like that. And, um, and what that does is it gives the aunt uh, a job where she can produce income for herself ongoing um, for both herself and, and this baby that, whose life was saved. And so that's an example of one of the really amazing uh, people that one of our really amazing partners that we have on, on Donorcy. And then almost any time, I mean, Amy's projects are in high demand. They get funded very quickly, but most of the time you can go, you can go to the front page of Donorcy.com and you can find Amy's projects and a whole bunch of other people that are doing really good stuff. Elma, uh, Georgina, there's uh, Todd, there's a lot of people who are doing really good stuff. So, yeah. They definitely sounds like angels. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, these are the most, it's like a database of the most incredible selfless people on the planet. It's really cool. Yeah. And we can make a difference along with them by, by doing this. It's just, it doesn't matter how little or big you can give. You can make an impact in somebody's life right away and you can actually see it happen. Exactly. And, and what I like to tell people is it, it might feel like a little thing, you know, $10 might, might feel small to you, but imagine you're that, that baby at the other side of the world who hasn't been able to eat for, for very, uh, in, in, a, in a while. And imagine that, that in six months, because of your $10, you were able to get several weeks worth of food. I mean, that, that is not a little thing. That's a really big thing. It just doesn't feel 
big to us because ten dollars is 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 nothing. We spend that on on a couple cups of Starbucks, but over there, man, it is so impactful. With two cups of Starbucks, you can pretty much feed a baby for a while. So yes, exactly. that, that's great. And also check out Gret and YouTube. He's on YouTube and he's got so many incredible things on, on there, especially perspective, right, Gret? <laughs> yeah, that's what I talk about a lot. And I try and say things as nicely as possible. But the truth is that um, if, if you're someone who's from kind of like a first world country, America or parts of Europe, then you live a very different life. You live you live this this upper echelon life. And, and there are people who live, you know, I hate to say it, but but their lives are almost like 95 times worse than, than what you could imagine um, than, than what you're living. So, uh, yeah, I, I like to talk about that stuff a lot. And I, and I, I say it in a nice way, but I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> There's a lot of uh, perspective that people in these upper echelons could use at the moment, I think. So, Gret, if our listeners want to know more about you or if they want to donate to you and your angels, where can they go to? They can go to DonorSea.com, and um, there they'll find a list of projects that they can give to, and it's always changing. Every day it changes. There's different stuff there all the time. Um, and I would recommend just finding a project to give to and get involved that way. If you want to support us on a, on a deeper level, um, we have like a support page that you can find at the bottom of our of our uh, of most of our project pages. It just says like donor C support, and you can you can find more ways to get involved that way. But just I mean honestly, we have a lot of projects on our site who the your listeners might be interested in helping. And I think that's a great way to get started. Absolutely, and we'll definitely give a call to action to this as well, Gret, on social and all of that stuff. And I'm so happy to be sharing all of this information to everybody. And also a huge congratulation to Gret because he just got engaged. I did, yes, <laughs> my fiance Heather. Oh, she must be an amazing lady because you're with oh, her. So <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, she is. She's really amazing, and I'm. I can't wait to marry her. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Look at this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gret, for chatting with me today and for sharing all of this knowledge with us. Absolutely. Debbie, thank you so much. You're, you're such a, um, an uplifting and encouraging support to me, and I, I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Gret. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.